0: Before I even tell you what we have to offer, let's not even waste that time. Let me find out what you're really trying to accomplish. And so the focus is always and should be to, 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 to the salespeople that are listening and to the business owners and the entrepreneurs that are listening is to focus all your energy and attention on what the prospect needs and wants are. Otherwise, you're just becoming, you're just a salesperson.
1: Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and boy, do we have an incredible guest lined up for you today. Today's guest is a dear friend of mine. He is the guiding force behind one of the single greatest real estate operations in all of Canada. He leads the Real Estate Center. He is the host and the guiding light behind the Real Estate Center podcast i am speaking of course of none other than the one the only the legendary jazz tacker. welcome to the show jazz
0: thanks so much for happy, having me Nikki, and 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 thank you for that amazing introduction buddy that was uh, that's very humbling thank you my pleasure man my pleasure well we're known
1: for that here on the show great introductions are our stock <laughs> in trade Jazz, our (laughs) listener, you're going to make me laugh all show long, man. I love it. I know. Me too, brother. Me too. So listen, buddy. Our listener is a small business owner. They might be a coach. They might be a consultant. They might be a trainer. They might be a real estate agent. They might be a mortgage broker. There might be some other form of service-based entrepreneur. And every single one of our listeners is a good person with a big heart who wants to grow who wants to make a bigger difference, who wants to serve more people and have a more substantial business. They want to live life as the best version of themselves. And jazz they're listening to the show because of you. They want to learn from you. They got me every week. But you, you are the expert. You've got phenomenal lessons to teach these men and women. The first thing they want to know is they want to know how you got to be the great Jazz Thacker. Tell us your backstory.
0: Well, I got to thank, uh, Mr. Ajmer Takar and Mrs. Koljit Takar for, uh, getting together in in bed one day and, and creating me. So, uh, big, huge thanks to my mom and dad for putting me in a position, for putting me in a position, uh, with two older brothers. I I have two older brothers, one being uh, five years older than I am and, and another being approximately 10 years older. And, uh. You know, a lot of people will say that having two older brothers is always a healthy reminder that you're closer to the bottom than you are to the top. These guys both, both helped raise me and make sure that I was put in, not in wrong, like bad, bad places in, in, in terms of hanging out with, you know, not hanging out with the right people or, or, you know, my, my brother who's 10 years older than I was, was taking me out when he was 25 and 26, me being 15, 16 years old, I was in conversations with older people at a very young age. The the real neat thing with that Nikki is is that as I got to 25 and 26 and I, I heard conversations of my peers, it was like it's almost like deja vu, right? Like oh, I've been in this, I've been in this conversation. I've seen these obstacles. I've heard about how people got past it. So it really started at a very young age for me. I also wasn't a a, a school person per se. Well, let me say I wasn't I wasn't one that would hit the books. I, uh, in terms of math and calculus and all that kind of stuff, I knew I I wasn't going to be a scholar from in a formal educational perspective, and I started in sales and service first job, paper route, 10 years old, you know, by 12, I was already devising a plan of having three other kids helping me with route, paper routes, that entrepreneurial spirit started at a very young age. And then about 16, I got my first job at Sporting Life at uh, Sherway Gardens. am not sure if you're familiar with that store. And they really, really trained on customer service. So it was one of the stores, you know, there was a Foot Locker in the mall. There was a Champs where all the guys were on commissions. Sporting Life was never set up like that. They were very, very high on customer service. So small little things they did, right? So I worked in the footwear department. Product knowledge till this day you know, thirty years later, or sorry, twenty years later, I still know what a what type of shoe a marathon runner should be wearing, or somebody who's running two k a day, or what. And so, the product knowledge perspective, like the product knowledge, was huge in that store. In sales, if you don't know your product and/or service well, it's hard to inspire someone else to look at your product or service. So, again, at a very young age, in at sixteen, started at that store, then went into, right after high school, graduated, knew I wasn't going to be going into college, started at CIBC in the telephone banking department. Back then, online online banking was just about to get started, but it was really, so Nikki needed some bills paid, you would call telephone, you'd call CIBC's 1-800 number, I would answer on the other line. What we were trained to do was ask a lot of questions. So as we were paying your bills, We were also looking to see if there's any other value that the bank was missing, maybe a line of credit uh, for emergency funds, a debt consolidation loan, a mortgage. I got really, really good on the phone. So because I was taking inbound approximately 80 to 90 calls a day, I did that for two and a half years. Again, learned quickly that the bank wasn't willing to move me up because I didn't have the education, like the formal education. Made a really quick decision to get into car sales, luxury car sales at Acura, and spent about two and a half, almost three years in the car business. Now, the car business has a bad rap. So as customers walk in, they already think you're that used car kind of salesperson. I work in the new car department myself, but you needed to get over that. Like you had to get over that hump with customers. And I always did it quite easily, which was a huge smile on my face. Very, very welcoming. And again, going back to knowing the product well. But here's the neat thing that I learned at the dealership that when you're buying an Acura in, in the greater Toronto area, there's seven other Acura dealerships. So just selling the car, you're kind of a commodity. What I did there really well, which took me right to the top of Acura, like in terms of how many cars I sold in a year, was to talk about the dealership. So I spoke more about the dealership as a whole, the fact that it was family run, that the owners were still there, the three brothers, I, I I would take customers around. I would spend more time about talking about the dealership than I did the cars, because that's where they were buying from. The experience was going to be different if they bought at, you know, at, the, at that time, Acura 2000, now Polycaro Acura in Brampton that the experience buying with us at that dealership was going to be different because there was no turnover either. Every, almost right to the T, right to the mechanic, to guys in the guys in the wash bay, to all the managers, to all the other car sales guys have been there since day one, 20 years, 15 years, 12 years, 10 years. And then I made the jump into real estate uh, after about three years in car sales. I've been in real estate now for about coming up to 15 years, I met, uh, it's funny how life works. That uh, uh, So I was in real estate for the for three, four months, and I was taught to cold call. That was the first training I got. The biggest nugget I got from a broker, the broker uh, at that time, really nice guy, but it's just he didn't know much, was, jazz when you cold call, start in the middle. Because most realtors and real estate agents stop by the, like they'll start at the A's and the Z's, but they never get to the M's and the N's. That was kind of the biggest nugget I got from a training perspective. So this is where it gets interesting. and just funny how life works. I'm about to leave the business and because and, it was just tough. Three months, not getting paid, not putting a deal together. I walk into the office at the time where I hardly ever went. And I pick up a fax that, you know, back then it was, a, it was fax machines were being used. And it says, free business development seminar. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check this out. There's really no, you know, I'm I'm about to leave the business, but it's free. It's not going to cost me anything. Hopefully my car works because I had a broken down car at that time. Got to the seminar and there was about 150 people there. The speaker asked a couple of questions and out of 150 people chose me to answer one of them and started picking on me. But like. In a, in a, in a good way, not, 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 not in a harsh way by any means. And I called that gentleman up the next day. And I said, look, I'm willing to buy whatever you're selling, like your membership. So it was like a year coaching membership. It's the last $2,500 I have in my bank account. I'm willing to purchase it, but please just don't lie to me. And he looks me dead in the eye and he goes, I don't want your money. I want you to join me, join my team and I'm gonna train and teach you everything I know, but I need two years of your life. I need you to be coachable, and there's gonna be things that you're not gonna understand why you're doing, why you're doing them. But just stick with me. That gentleman is a mutual, mutual friend of ours, uh, who's who's obviously passed, um, Simon Janini, and he uh, took me under his wing for 13 years. Uh, So it's funny what you, in the intro, you mentioned and asked Nikki, like what's some of the best tips that I have uh, for entrepreneurs now? It's surround yourself with people that are positive and that know more than you because you'll be shocked where, where that can take you.
1: Brother, that was quite the story. And here's the thing. You are now one of the top real estate sales experts in all of Canada. You have a huge team. That's the truth, right? You have a huge team. You folks move a lot of homes, and you help a lot of people sell homes that are looking to sell homes. You help a lot of people buy homes that are looking to buy homes. You, Your expertise is beyond, hey, do you want to buy or sell a house? You've created a podcast that's branded you and your organization as the experts in a number of different spaces, one of which is in uh, pre-condo sales. You get that world. You help buyers buy there. You help sellers sell there. And you get that world really, 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 really well. And you do it in a way that serves everybody. And I love that about you. So talk a bit about how you've come to stand out. Because that's what people listen to this show for. They want to learn how to stand out.
0: Well, so as as Simon uh, passed away in uh, late uh, 2017. My su- There was three partners at the time, including Simon. Myself and my partner looked over to ourselves. And this is after Nikki, we had a partnership with three other people as well and we broke off. So we've had some, some obstacles to overcome in the last uh, two years. So early 2018, I sat back and, and asked myself, what, like, what am I wanting to, like, what do I want to do now? Like my best friend, my mentor, the guy who had me under his wing for 13 years is no longer here. Obviously him whispering in my ear, like literally two, three days before he passed saying jazz, like, this is something you, you, we were going on, on stage. He was going on stage and he looks over and says, this is something that you need to be doing. I look over to him, Nicky, and I say, "Why? Like, where are you going? What? Why do I have to worry about this? I do the part that I need to do in the business." And so, again, going back to uh, early two thousand eighteen, I needed to answer that. Now, I needed to see if I was willing to step up, and and play that role in front of the camera, on the mic. And 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 be the be essentially the leader of the organization as much as I could. My partner, uh, Simeon, does does a, a, a fantastic job at handling a lot of a lot of uh, important parts of our business. But I like this. I've always liked being on on calls, on the mic, not as much in front of the camera. So I'm, I really want one of your listeners to really get it if they're scared, and it could be just getting on the camera or it could be something else. Man, when you get past that fear, what's on the other side of fear is everything you've ever wanted. And now now being able to think about our business from the perspective of only how much, how can we bring value to the people that are either on the other end of the, the mic or the other, or, or if they're watching on YouTube or if they're at our event or on the other end of our, uh, a meeting? It all starts with how much value and what value are they getting? No longer, what can I get out of this? It's a small shift. But it gives you humongous results because when you're only worried about the other person, like now on this podcast with you, Nikki, my only concern is, is how much value can I bring not only not only to your listeners, but to you and your podcast? Because I know in turn, I'll get as much as like I'll get 10 times that because that's just how the universe works. Well said, brother. Well said.
1: You know what? People make a huge mistake when they're a small business owner. And the mistake they make is when they go into a sales situation, they put all the attention on themselves. Is this person going to like me? Are they going to want to buy from me? What if they say no? I'm going to feel terrible. If they say yes, I'm going to be elated. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. All their attention is on them. And as a result, they hate the sales process because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel fun. They're worried they're going to come across as quote-unquote salesy or pushy. And what they really need to be doing is they need to take all that attention off of themselves and put it on the prospect, put it on the client. Yes, That person in front of you, that's someone's brother. That's someone's sister. That's someone's son or daughter, Mm -hmm. That's someone who's a hero to somebody else. And if your attention is on how's this person hurting, how are they suffering? Because the only reason they're in front of you is because they're hurting or suffering in some way. And they're hoping against hope that you're a good guy or a good gal and you're going to help them and you're not going to just try to sell them. They don't want to smell commission breath. And that's the mistake that people make. And if they get that and they move forward in life from the space of serving and loving, then they're, then they're good. Uh, the,
0: and like I hear it all the time because I manage a team of uh, 35 people out of which 25 of our team members are realtors. So they're on the ground helping buyers, sellers. Uh, and sometimes I do hear my guys even on the phone till this day say, hey, why don't we meet up so I can show you what I can do? And I, I'm still trying like into our newer team members, it's not the right way to look at it. It's, you know, what let's sit down so I can get a better idea of what you need to accomplish, Mr. and Mrs. Prospect. Mm-hmm. Then I'll show you what we can do and to show you how we might be able to help. Because the truth of the matter is we can't help everyone. And and but before I even tell you what we have to offer. Let's not even waste that time. Let me find out what you're really trying to accomplish. And so the focus is always and should be to to, to the salespeople that are listening and to the business owners and the entrepreneurs that are listening is to focus all your energy and attention on what the prospect needs and wants are. Otherwise, you're just becoming, you're just a salesperson. And, and, And if you really want to get into that, into that realm of being in the top, 1% one percent of this industry and profession you need to focus on on the prospect at hand in front of you on the phone call, and then you'll see, like you said, everyone's someone's brother or sister, they will introduce you to everyone they know because you never sold them on something right and it's it's that's how that's how you get to a place where where we are, like we help a little over 650 buyers, sellers and investors every single year, which has placed us in the top three in Canada for our organization, Roll a Page, which is Canada's largest real estate company, is because we think of the 10th, property or the 10th introduction that that client or prospect is going to introduce us to in the first meeting. And the only way they're going to ever introduce you to their family and friends and or do multiple transactions with you is if they felt like they never got sold. I can't tell you the amount of business we turn back because it's just not our forte. Right. And so that's tough because as a business, we're doing this for profit. But sometimes the right decision is just turning, turning business away because you're not going to be able to service them properly.
1: You have to turn business away. Not all business yep. is right for you. And if you yes. don't turn them away and you just go for the cash, you're not going to serve them. It's not going to feel good for you. It's not going to feel good for them. And that's a massive problem. That's why people hate salespeople, because there's so many people. The old way of selling, it just doesn't work anymore. All the people who are engaging in the old way of selling are all about is the sale, the commission. They have commission breath. And commission breath stinks to high heaven. Nobody wants <laughs> commission breath. They don't want to smell it. They don't want you to, to, to like get it all over them. It's not good. But if you are truly, truly there to care about your fellow human being. You're ready to do business with them when it's the right thing, and you're ready to not do business with them when that's the right thing. And in my opinion, that's the
0: greatest thing in the world. I totally, I I couldn't, I mean, I guess why, that's why we're kindred souls in that sense, Nikki. And it's why we've been, we've known each other for a very long time. Our paths are very, very similar, uh, especially like where we want to take our business life and careers. uh, Because look, I, I, Couldn't disagree with what you're saying. I'm also very, very appreciative of you mentioning the podcast and all the content that we're producing because we come at it from the perspective of giving it all away. So, you know, there's a book that we wrote that there's a section that will teach you how to sell your own home. There's a section that teaches you how to buy your own home. Our podcasts, our videos that we do on all of our Instagrams and Facebooks and articles we write on LinkedIn is all telling people how to do it on their own if they want some help, we're here. That's it. That's kind of like our our like peeling back the curtains. That's our business development. Thinking long term on their own or doing it with their cousin Charlie. We're okay because we know that we will attract enough of the right prospects that want to work with us. And so the you know to, to answer one of the questions you asked is, is how we're doing, like how we did it, is exactly that, which was. We're just going to give away all the trade secrets. And if you want, you want to use our service, and if not, that's okay as well. It opened, up a, opened up a lot of relationships for us as well with a lot of the bigger developers in the country, as well as just a, a, a wealth of people that came into our network because they heard of us or saw us, and and looked at us like wow you guys are really like all over the place giving away free content. It's like yeah cuz the internet has it anyways. Like it's it's on the internet anyways. You can get it. We're hoping that we package it in a way that's a little easier to understand. And again, if you're interested, you can come use our service and if not, that's okay as well. Yeah, brother, that's that's brilliant.
1: It's so important for people to understand that Selling is actually an act of service. It's an act of love. And as long as you you approach people from serving them to their dream, serving them to where they want to get to, then you're going to win. That's really important. That's what we do at E-Circle Academy. We serve people to their dream. Most important thing to us for our clients is we want to help them get super clear about their messaging. We want to help them get super clear about their ideal target audience. And then we want them to know who in their ideal target audience is their avatar. So who's the person that has been suffering and they've been able to alleviate their suffering. And their job every day is to have their, their person who is their avatar. So my avatar is Julie. Julie's a woman Mm -hmm. who, it's not a real name, but she was a client of ours. She's from Ottawa, and she used to head a large organization, one of the largest personal development organizations in Canada. And for a while, things weren't going so hot for her. For 18 months, she made no money. No money. By the time she started to work with us, she was desperate. We worked with her... First month she made about eleven thousand. Second month she made thirteen thousand. Third month she made eighteen thousand. Fourth month she made sixty two thousand two hundred dollars, and wow. her life completely changed. Okay, and this is a woman who is powerful, is loving, is kind. So my son plays soccer, and he had a tournament in Ottawa. We drove up to Ottawa for this tournament, and I called Julie, and I said, hey, Julie, listen, my son and I are in Ottawa. You want to just grab your son? You want to grab lunch? We'll all hang out. It'll be fun. You know, we can do that on our way out. So she said, yeah, sure. Sounds good. So, you know, our sons met. They had fun and all that stuff. Next time we had an event in Toronto, Julie got up on stage and said, Nikki, you don't know this, but when you came to Ottawa with your son, right, my son, on our way to meet you, asked me, mommy, Are we going to meet the man who saved our family? Oh
0: my My. God. Amazing.
1: Dude, I started to bawl. I'm like, Oh, sure you did. Yeah. I'm like, What? (laughs) You know, it was very humbling, deeply humbling. So I get up every day, brother. I'm fighting for Julie and all the Julie's out there. I'm looking for my next Julie. You know, Jazz Baby, you're going to be my next Julie. I'm going to have another next Julie because that's who I want to serve. I want them to, like, feel amazing because they're with me and with our community. That's what I'm looking to do every day. I want to give them belief. I want to give them hope. I want to get them the results they're looking for. I want them to go to a level they never thought possible. And you don't know who you're going to help who might have been thinking about ending it all. I'm not trying to sound melodramatic, but there's people out there that you're going to help that have been thinking about ending it all. And it was a conversation with you that got them to turn around and not do that.
0: And that's why we fight. That's why we get out there and do what we do. Well, and, and, and Nikki, like for, for anyone who's listening, what I loved about what you just said is that you're so clear in who you're looking for. And that could be a who you're looking for or what you're looking for, that it will happen because just like when you're driving down the highway and if you're looking for all the red Honda Civics, it's very easy to find them, right? So it's, it, it, what you are looking for, you can find it. Our brain is just like a computer in that sense. Feed it to questions, And it will spit out the answers. It's just unfortunate that it doesn't know if you're feeding it positive information, positive questions or or negative questions. So if you ask yourself every single day, why are you know, why can I not do this? Or why am I so stupid? I make the same dumb mistake. Well, your brain's gonna spit out the answer and it's not gonna be something you're gonna like. On the flip side of that, if you ask yourself, you know, where is the next Julie gonna come from? When am I going to meet the next Julie? The brain starts looking for more Julies. There's a reason why Olympic athletes spend a lot of their time in visualization, right? You know this more than anyone. You, you train them. You've worked with them, Nikki. And so I hope your listeners go back to your, your past episodes and re-listen to that stuff because it's true. It works. It's just, it actually, it's just like gravity, If you agree with it or disagree with it, it doesn't matter. It's going to do its thing no matter what. Yeah, brother. It is exactly
1: that. It is exactly that. It's very important for people to understand that you were put on this earth to do three things above all, to love, to grow, and to contribute. And that, my friend, is the epitome
0: of Jazz Thacker. Oh, I, I appreciate that. I really do. And I, you know, a lot of this, again, goes not only to my family, but people that I've been so blessed to have uh, a part of my life, including someone like yourself, Nikki, who we met a long time ago. And we just kept on kind of bumping into each other, right? And then one conversation led to another, and we just met that much more and really started connecting on a different level. There's my, like the team, my team who puts me in positions daily to succeed. So grateful for them because they do it. They'll they'll run through walls for me and I know it and they've shown it before in the past. Um, So I'm very, very blessed to have the people around me. Not to mention my, my wife who, who, Takes care of a lot of stuff at home and makes it makes it very accessible for me to go live my dream and my passion now, which is not only to to become the number one team. I mean, that that is not a driving force anymore in my life. It really is, is how many people can I, can I touch? and inspire to do what they want to do. And so for the last couple of months, a lot of my content that I've been pushing out via Instagram has been, and Facebook has really focused around like just getting over the fear because I just hear it all the time, right? Like I, may, I made a video jazz and or, or I took a picture and I didn't post it because I was worried about what my aunt was going to say or my friend, or one of my clients, or I didn't have my makeup on, or I didn't do my hair that day, Jazz. And it's just unfortunate because some of these people are so insecure and they're not thinking about that. Most others are worried about their own insecurities that they're not thinking about yours. And that one post and that one video, and if you can make, you know, do it again and do it consistently, can change your business, can change your life. It's just getting over that first step, right? I think Dr. Martin Luther King said it best when he said you don't need to see the whole staircase. You just need to see the first step. And for anyone listening, I I implore you to take that first step.
1: Well said, man. Well said. So Jazz, we like to end off each episode by asking you, our expert, What are the top three expert action steps you recommend our listener take to take their life and their business to the next level?
0: What do you say? First thing is to really write down the goal or what you're trying to achieve. Keep it, in my opinion, very, very concise and don't make it too long-winded. Write that down. then. Take one small action step towards it. So, for example, if it's as simple as maybe just losing weight, like you can't just say, I want to lose weight. I think what what you really need to do is write down how much and by when. And then by t- the next thing would be taking one small action step towards attaining that. That might be going and buying a pair of running shoes or buying a Fitbit or something, something. And it could be as small as going into uh, your pantry and throwing away all the junk food. One small step towards its attainment. And then third, which has been probably the, the most positive thing in my life that's helped me the most is surrounding yourself around positive people and which will allow you to shut out the negative noise so that's going to be my three steps write write the goal that you want to attain take one action step towards it right away without making any other movement in your life one action step towards it and then surrounding yourself with positive people i love it those are three powerful expert action steps
1: so jazz You've got a podcast. Tell the folks about your podcast. Tell them
0: how they can listen to it. Tell them how they can find out more about you awesome buddy it's a weekly podcast it's on all things real estate entrepreneurship and leadership it's called REC Experience search it on any podcast platform iTunes uh, Spotify SoundCloud wherever you listen to uh, podcasts search REC Experience on YouTube it is uh, youtube.com forward slash REC Experience and you can get a hold of me at any time on my direct line one. Six nine 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 eight eight five zero. Wow, Jazz! No guest has ever given out their phone number before. That's a first. Hey man, that's a first. Yeah, man you you wanna you wanna get at me and and just even chat. It's 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 open. I I, I really want to uh, bring as much value possible to to not only your listeners but to the world. And uh, if that means it's a it's a text message or a call to me, I'm open for it, brother. I love it. So, Jazz, I'm going to
1: speak to my listener right now and tell him, Jazz Tacker is the real deal. Man, if you want to talk to him, he gave you his phone number for crying out loud. Nobody's ever done that before, and I doubt anyone's going to do it after this. But take advantage of it. Have a conversation with this man. He is a bundle of positivity. On top of that, he's got a great podcast. I've been a guest on it myself. He's got a ton of great guests that come on the show Make sure you listen to it. He is amazing. And listener, if you're wondering to yourself, can I be like Jazz? Do I have what it takes? And the answer to that question is yes. We here at East Circle Academy, we believe in you. We know that you want to be a confident, successful small business owner. And that in order to do that, you actually need to grow your business. And the problem is maybe you don't know how to do it, and that makes you feel anxious and question if you have what it takes. Maybe you've been stuck on a plateau for a while. We believe you don't have to do this alone, that you deserve help from someone who's been there. We understand that you're doing everything you know how to grow your business. And that's why we've created our incredible approach, which has helped the majority of our members make $250,000 or more a year as a small business owner Versus less than 1% of all small business owners attaining this level on their own. And here's how to do it. Step one schedule a success call with us. And you can do that as easily as going to our website, ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. Step two get trained in our incredible methodology. And step three grow your business. It's the three step eCircle success plan simple, simple, simple. So don't delay. Go schedule your success call right now so you can stop being stuck with little or no growth in your business, and instead you can grow your business, you can live life as the best version of yourself, and you can have all those anxieties and fears that you've had, those chattering monkeys going on, you can silence them forever and have all your worries be over as well. Jazz Thacker, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. I really appreciate it, Nikki. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's the pleasure it's all mine, brother. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guest, the inimitable Jazz Thacker, go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. Take a look in the show notes and to jump on a call with myself or a member of my team, go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. Until next time. Goodbye.